seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Welcome back, everybody, to the Three Spot, the podcast. Today we have an interview with Richard White, a Houston native who has worked for a few MLB organizations, hosts two podcasts, but most importantly, has just finished his journey to all 30 MLB stadiums. We saw a tweet Richard sent out that was liked by one of our followers, and since visiting all 30 stadiums something we all wanted to do, we figured we'd reach out to him, ask him about his journey, and how it all got started. We ended up having a really great conversation with Rich, but also a really long one. So we're going to split this up into three episodes for you all. And uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Richard. Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm great. I was on uncle duty, so excuse the delay. Give me one second. No, no problem. No problem. How are y'all today? Good, man. man. Headphones. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't make the audio better. Give me one second. No worries, man. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise, first uh, I'm on. You understand? I'm always down to just chop it up, but like, I always expect people are just like reaching out. Worst they can tell me is no. You know, mm-hmm. I've been there before. Appreciate it, man. Chop it up, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no problem. Absolutely. So, How am I coming in? Am I coming in okay? Yep. Yeah, cool. you're good. Cool. So, Richard, I'm Sean. This is my brother, Alex. We're actually in two different states right now. He's in Florida. I'm in Jersey. Um, okay. Both on the East Coast. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're both – well, originally from Jersey. Alex is visiting his girlfriend right now. Um, and, uh, dude, when we saw your that tweet, I don't even know how it yeah. came up on our feed I, it must have just come up in a in the topic of baseball, or whatever. I was like, oh my god, like I gotta somehow reach out to this guy, figure out how we could talk to him because obviously, you know, visiting thirty ballparks is something that we as baseball guys we always wanted to do. Um, for sure. For me, I think I've been to I want to say six or seven. We're trying to like tackle okay. the East Coast first and right. start branching out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dude, I. I I had to say, you know, we want to do our homework. I know you have two podcasts. Like, you know, you had me at Black, The People You Meet, which I thought was, like, really cool. Like, I think it's a really cool idea. I was kind of, like, going through. I wanted to listen to a few. Um, so shout out to you for that. Uh, Thank but you. The fact that you you talk to different people. You got, like, a 105-year-old woman. You got vegans, class reunion people. Right, Super Bowl, right. Dude, Super Bowl winning head coach. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, this is legit. Uh, yeah, thank you. And the way you structured it, like in terms of, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but how you kind of like narrate the podcast and as you let those people tell their stories, I think that, that is like really cool. Yeah, for sure. And thank you for that, by the way. Um, nobody's ever won that depth before. So thank you. I'm kind of like honored. <laughs> <laughs> so no, man, um, thank you for that. And honestly, like, it's what's the one I'm looking for? It's like a work in progress because I actually I've been sitting on episode for like a few months now. I'm trying to release that this week and I have like a project that I'm working on, but I'll explain later. But like a work in process, work in progress, but also just like why not the worst, you know, like anybody can tell me is no. So it's just mm-hmm. uh, life. 
to be lived. So uh, yeah, I'm just um, trying to live life the best way I can. But thank you for that. No problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, we're from Jersey. You know, we okay. had actually. So we had just started the blog. I don't know, two months ago, end of June. Okay. And, uh, something like we've always wanted to do. Personally, I'm a teacher. So I actually teach uh, eighth grade social studies. I'm a baseball coach. I, I played in high nice. school and college. So okay. baseball, I still coach, you know, now. So baseball is a big part of like our lives, me and Alex, you know, living together, mm -hmm. brothers, like we, we played together in high school. This is like everything for us. So yeah, yeah, for um, yeah to see other people around the country, like love the same thing. We were like, you know what, let's just write about things that we love. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, just kind of go with that, just share our stories and, and do our thing. Uh, no, that's super dope. Um, if I can quick, um, so similar to you, I actually taught high school special ed in Oakland. I just resigned actually, just because I'm, I'm in right now and the pandemic just shifted it. Yeah. But yeah, I taught high school special ed for maybe two and a half years. So like, I understand. Heart always goes out to teachers because I'm the most underpaid and underappreciated person in the world. Um, but kudos to you, man. I hope you're patting yourself on the back. Also, good luck this school year. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's going to be no problem. interesting one. So, you know, for our, for our readers and our people on social media, you know, in New Jersey, on the, on the, on the East Coast, can you just talk about who you are? You know, who's Richard White, this guy from Houston? Who, who is this dude? Hey, so it's funny because that's a question that I always use for my podcast. Like, who is so and so? Um, but uh, so thank you. Um, so Richard White, just a kid from Houston, Texas, family, like three brothers, two sisters. Um, so like our own basketball team, technically, with like somebody sitting on the bench. Um, we were just a big sports family. I was always active. I was just always in sports. But in so many words, I noticed like I just gravitated towards sports, but also like media and communications, right? So college, I got a Peruvian. And similar to you all, like I played baseball in high school. Yep. I won and play college. Hindsight, I was trash. I was not good at all. So like, <laughs> I can be honest about that. I was like, I was not good at all. I was like, no wonder the coaches never called me back. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, but looking back on it i see like college is a completely different commitment when it comes to sports you know what i'm saying you got to live sleep eat breathe and ain't no telling i would have had the same experience you know in college if i would have played a sport right so anyways um did my undergrad at previ and and just flourished like out in the sports um worked for the campus paper and just was really active but just also just came really curious I, i've always been curious about everything the world around people right and so like when it comes to my podcast, it's just you just being curious and being in a space to ask, right? So, anyways, um, uh, did a few internships and graduated college, right? Graduated in the middle of a recession. Side note: how how old are y'all? I'm about to be 27. Okay, so you're 26. I'll get Correct. to that later. Go ahead. We're both yeah. 26 right now. We're 11 months apart, so I just turned 26. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Also, kudos on being brothers. Like, I feel like that brotherly bond is something a lot of just don't understand. Like, they get it, but, you know, it's cool having your brother. But anyways, um, did a bunch of internships, 
lived in DC for a bit, and so really turned it up a notch. But like, got my unofficial start was living in DC. Also working for the Washington National. I don't know. I saw DC on the list yet. Say it again. Y'all scratched off DC on your uh, baseball yes. stadium list yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. So you've yep. been to DC. Um, I was times. the race president for the Washington Nationals, actually, and that was ten years ago this year. So, like, that's what started it for me, really. Um, working in sports entertainment, um, and so while I was in DC, I've always kind of just been a type best of where you're. At. So that's when I went up to Pittsburgh. That's when I went up to Boston. Um, that's when I saw Steve Field, right? And in college, I saw. I caught the last season of Yankee Stadium. That was cool. And then I went to New Yankee Stadium, too, right? And so um, I knocked out that East Coast cluster, right? And so that was cool. And anyways, I decided to go to grad school, went to grad school, and uh, went to Northwestern. While I was there, knocked out um, U.S. Cellular. Um, and then, in so many words, came back to Houston. So I was in Houston for a little bit. Um, did I go any? Well... No, I um, well, lived in Nebraska for two years, uh, working as a TV sports reporter, right? And then while I was in Nebraska, um, I went to the College World Series in Omaha, which is actually really, hmm. right? Check. I take that back. No, I went to Denver for Coors Field, and that was actually really cool, right? Um, the city as well. Kansas, Kansas City underrated, but we'll talk about savings later. Um, and then Nashville for a year and a half, and then I was in Nashville knocked out um atlanta new um park and then i did a west coast road trip where i started in vancouver and road tripped all the way down to la but like on the way i did like seattle um oakland no i'm sorry in grad school i did oakland and san francisco but did dodger stadium right came all the way down to la and so that was actually a lot of fun um and then came back home to houston for a bit uh, and then, um, and I'm sure there's more that I did that I can, I just can't think about right now, but lived in Oakland, lived in Oakland for a bit, worked for the athletics as well as the Warriors, even for like a week, the Giants, but the pandemic shifted everything. So that offer was received, was rescinded, but Hey, I got a gig with the Giants, right? A lot of people can't say that. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, it was just great, but. In so many words, just a big sports nut, but I mean, that's not, I'm not like a sports meathead, right? I can just talk about everything. I like to stay informed. I love just staying current and just watching news, but I'm always down for a conversation. You never know who you're going to meet or just talk to or just, you know, be struck by. Uh, but also, you never know what you can learn, right? I'm a product of Kobe, so I'm always going to try, like, I always want to get, you know? Um, but I'm also like, I don't really have time for BS. I'm saying like um, it's just like look, we're either doing this or we're not, right? And so uh, that's what, but I'm always down for a combo. Life is short, and I just want to enjoy it. But I also just uh, want it to be as pleasant as possible. You know, life can suck for a lot of reasons, but um, it's better than being dead. So um, just taking it one day at a time, the best way I can. And I was, I'm inspired. I really do. I, I think I'm inspired right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank hey. you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Speaking of speeches, this might kind of flow into yes. this. I, and I had to ask, self-appointed mayor of Houston. Yes. Can you explain yes. that for people on the East Coast who's never been to Texas? Yeah. Texas, what's that about? 
Texas. How have y'all never been to Texas? Please enlighten us for me. I don't know, man. Okay. Just, just, never, well, just never got there, man. I don't know. All right. I will uh, I will cuss y'all out later after this is all done. But uh, no, so in so many words, and I think y'all can understand this because one, you know, rubbed elbows with New Yorkers, right? And I'm, per- I'm pretty sure there's some Jersey folks that like love Jersey, love their city, love their state, whatever, right? And so I've lived across the country, right? One thing I know when it comes to like people in certain cities, like just off the top of my head, New York, Cleveland, Chicago, New Orleans, Oakland, LA, Houston, right? Maybe even Miami. There are people that love their city, right? There's this one, he's like a comedian, Kev on stage, right? And this is one quote I will never forget. He said, I wish I loved anything as much as Houston loved being from Houston, right? So like, <laughs> and please the truth, right? Because people we just love our city, right? Words like, I've lived across the country, literally lived across the country, across the world, right? And but I'm also self-aware. It's just like, look, Houston is cool, but you know what's really good? Like Oakland. Oakland is dope. Oakland is from Houston. And I'll tell you why, right? I can break that down. Like I can spot the what's the word that I'm looking for? I can cons Houston, right? As in, you know, every city has pros and cons. I can spot the cons. But anyways, I was growing mine one day. And she was thinking about making a visit. I was like, okay, cool, yeah. Um, and she wanted a list of things to do. I said, okay, no problem, I'll get that for you. And I gave her a bunch of lists of things to do. Um, I was like, hey, if you're down here, give me a shout. We'll love to show you around. She's like, oh my gosh, you like the self-appointed mayor of Houston. I was like, you know what? I like that. I think I'm gonna get that. But it was funny <laughs> because like, she wasn't wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, mind you, I'm not walking around. Uh, uh, I'm the mayor. I don't know. I just love my city, but if ever you make the, you know, visit, I want to make sure I do what I can to make your visit enjoyable, right? To maximize your experience. Y'all, hypothetically speaking, y'all might never set foot in Texas or you never come to Houston. But if you do, I want to make sure I can offer some kind of hospitality or just some kind of insight or advice to make sure you enjoy yourself. Whether it's, hey, it's going to be freaking hot. Don't even pack pants. Just wear shorts, right? Hey, here's where you go for blah, 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 blah. Hey, quick tip, you know? And so, in so many words, I love Houston. I really, really do. And uh, so, it came from a friend. And so, she kind of, she was like, you're like a self-appointed. And I was like, you know what? I kind of am. And I kind of like it. You know, Twitter is a place you can be fun and silly, right? And so, I was just like, let me just self-appointed mayor Houston. And so, that's that's how that came about. Just ultimately, me loving my city and somebody noticing how much I love my city. Yeah. Sometimes, I think it takes, like, that pride to 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 get that, even that personality on Twitter, which I'll get to your Twitter thread later, your Twitter feed, okay. I think underrated, I'll be honest. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's very nice. We'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Alex could probably speak more to this, um, but... I'm sorry, do you prefer Alex or Scoop? Alex, Alex, I just have Scoop here. I forgot to change it. I'm going to zoom in. All right, good, all right, good. We got Alex. So I'm, <laughs> so right, I'm going to go with Scoop. I'm First sorry, answer. I need to draw. We can get into that one later, too. Uh, but Alex did speak to this because he is a Yankee fan. Uh, exactly. Personally, so I grew up a Yankee fan. Me and him grew up Yankee fans. Um, I always loved the underdog. So okay. as I kind of got older, like towards after the beginning of high school, I tried to find another team. To be like oh, The Yankees are always winning. It's always this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a huge payroll, all these things. We have some family in Maryland. 
and we'd always go to uh, to the Orioles Stadium. So I kind of fell in love with Camden Yards. I fell in love with Baltimore, um, mm-hmm. and that just kind of organically uh, became my team of choice. So um, that's where I stand. But as as a Yankee fan and Alex, you know, being in New Jersey, it's kind of like impossible not to see you know, endless Navy brims, pinstripes down the street, down mm-hmm. the floor, wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Astros cheating scandal, obviously huge deal, you know, going into 2020 and uh, for Yankee fans specifically, they felt they were cheated out of a world series in 2017. Right. You know, that's right. a, it's a big deal. And, and a lot of people, I think in our area, look at, you know, people in Houston or the Astros specifically, and, and maybe even the city as a whole, like, Hey, these guys are just a bunch of cheaters. Mm-hmm. What are some things like as a Houstonian that you wish you could tell people on the East Coast about the Astros, about the city, about, you know, your feelings about what actually happened? You know, and I, I, we all know what happened. We don't have to like, get into that. But you know, how do people in Houston actually feel about yeah, that? If I could if I could add to that for, for the record, um, yeah. as, as a Yankee fan, um, it obviously hurt to see that come out and everything like that. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we didn't get it done. It happens. You know what I mean? Um, I like to think of myself as a Yankee fan who uh, is more of a baseball fan than anything. I grew up going to games uh, with my family. My aunt was a huge Derek Jeter fan. Would have me sit down at her house, just watch old Yankees World Series videos from the 50s, 60s, everything. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty much an amateur uh, Yankees historian. I could tell you pretty much anything about them, that kind of stuff. But I'm also the kind of person that um, I understand people. I understand I worked in childcare for about 10 years. Um, I understand that everybody's different. You know what I mean? Like the the Astros may have done that, but that that's never a testament to their fans. I've, I've ever, I've ever, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like I, I could imagine what it would be like if the Yankees came out that they were cheating, you know what I mean? And we've had our fair share of similar stuff that was overshadowed by what happened with Houston. Um, but yeah, like Sean said, like, what are your, um, what do you have to say to the people, uh, in terms of that, you know what I mean? Like, like, like towards, um, towards the scandal and like, from your point of view, like, yeah, yeah. what do you address yeah, the for people sure. address the, yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. One fun fact. Let me just tag in on y'all. So I actually like grew up. I mean, of course it was a show, right? But this is when Astros was in the NL, right? And so what kind of got me more into baseball, the Yankees was always winning. This was like early 90s when I just really got into baseball, right? And so it was always like them going up against the Braves or whatever World Series. The Braves was always knocking out the Astros and the playoffs. Um, but I grew up a Yankees fan. Like, I remember the, the the core four, you know, as like what they were called, right? And Jesus just was fun to watch growing up, you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, so let me say this. I understand the frustration. I get the Right. My angle. This is just me personally. Um, I've seen some people embrace it like the H. They'd be like, hate us. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, what I <laughs> what I've seen is actually kind of funny. Um, it's called, you know, our Minime Park. Some people call it Hose Mat Park. Right. And so I'm not going to lie. It's actually kind of funny. Um, but it's give you my perspective and I'll give you the consensus. If that's OK, gents. Um, my perspective. So anything, and mind you, this is just from my experience from covering sports, um, um, but also just just in general, right? Just my own per- my own perspective. Like I've been in locker rooms before, right? I've been in several teams locker rooms before. So many things happen. I, anyways, so 
things happen that are like way worse in the world, right? Um, but for whatever reason, like baseball is seen as like this purest sport, right? Um, I did a little mini documentary in college, te technically grad school. And so many words like, you know, this this was said to everybody. It's just like, if you ain't cheating, I'm not saying it's okay, just so we're clear. I'm just saying, hey, this is context, right? Everybody cheats somehow, some way. Actually, if you picking grapes out grocery bin, right? Before you purchase them, you know? If you're opening something before you drink it or before you purchase it, right? Some things you can turn your eye to, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, going 10, 20 miles the speed limit. You can turn your eye to it, but the cop's not, you know, there. Did you really do it, you know? But in so many words, there are some things to me, like, in my eyes, it's, like, inexcusable, right? It happened. I read up on it. Okay, that that like really sucks. There's been some great podcasts on. Um, one podcast I thought that was really good was The Edge. The Edge was really good. I really like that one. Um, and it just chronicled the you know the entire story, like how and how it started. Right. In so many words, it happened 2017. There are some people I saw some some videos surface on Twitter um, about like when Jose Altuve was um, at he like didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? He was not trying to do it that way, right? But whatever it is, what it is. Anyways, let me answer your question and not ramble. Um, my thing is, I don't care. It sucked. I'm sorry. It's sad. I don't care. I'll tell you why. Um, so one, uh, father passed away, and I'll get more. December 2019, right? Also, Hurricane Harvey was 27 year the Astros won series. So honestly, like the Astros at playoff run, winning all those, I think they were plus in the regular season. Well, no, that gave the city like something to be happy about, right? So you like these people literally lost their house, you know, lost people, you know what I'm saying? Displaced, don't know what's happening. Literally got to start from something, you know, from scratch. You're telling me like the Astros winning didn't offer them some kind of happiness, some kind of give you know give them something to win. and i think that's something that's like missed out or something that's skipped over right Definitely. like we had a flood that was devastating to the city right um dad passing away in 2019 i don't think i think that was the astros first championship that was the first time he's ever seen the astros win you know what i'm saying so it's just like like my dad got to see the astros win a championship before he passed away right so that's my perspective i don't care also and let's just go there gents because y'all are awesome all we're doing is just having conversation as a black man, like y'all saw the news, we all watch the news. Like, don't feel a hundred percent safe in America, right? We've seen, you know, black people get shot and killed every day for no reason at all, right? So you're telling me I'm supposed to just be? And again, this is not me coming at y'all. Just so we're clear, the census inside Astros is supposed. To, oh, you guys are terrible, terrible, terrible. I can get shot and killed at least tomorrow. Rob Manfred won't care. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he really won't. All fans won't care. So to me, like how I weigh it, what's important? Like what's more important? Like my family that I care about that, you know, yes, the pandemic, every, but like, you know, the dynamics have changed, but I'm also growing up and becoming like the man in the house, but also like a solid male role model to my nieces, right? To my mom, you know what I'm saying? Taking care of them. To me, that matters. Sports gonna come and go and respect love the Astros, always going to root for them. They don't care about me. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to fill seats. Saying they're trying to get these checks going about their business, right? Build a legacy, hopefully get into the Hall of Fame. 
they don't care. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it's hard for me to get wrapped up to it or just give attention to it. It happened. I'm sorry. But ultimately, this is what I'm trying to say. There are worse things that happen in the world, also in the locker room that we'll never know. Both of y'all are smart guys. You know, a number of things have happened. Just uh, out there, we're, we're, we're standing by and watching the Trevor Bauer situation. Can't remember the, the pitcher's name in Pittsburgh. You know, he got some sexual assault charges, you know, of like a minor, you know what I'm saying? And major situation. And we can go on and on and on of what's public, right? There's a lot of NDAs that's been signed that we'll never know. And so in so many words, it's hard for me to harp on it when that's just my perspective, right? So in so many words, I'm sorry, that's a phrase I'm using a lot. Um, I know some people as a Astros fan perspective, a lot of them don't care, you know? Um, Every time Astros gear, like, outside, uh, I was in Arizona, actually, right? I was talking to kind of gift shop, right? An employee. We're talking baseball. Guy, cheater. Sir, I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> I do not care. You know what I'm saying? But I guess this is going to be something, you know, that's fans, they're really affected by it. They're really rocked by it. It's sad, but one thing I'm not going to cry is over spill milk, right? It's unfortunate. Um, but we got to move on eventually. But my question that I'd like to ask y'all, if I can do that, when do sports fans move on? But also, generally speaking, when do you move on or have y'all moved on from that? Uh, I think, I think it's something that uh, a lot of fans, um, like you see on Twitter, you see on everything, like you see the, the, the prototypical Yankee fan, the, the button down, opened up, gabagool type guy, you know what I mean? Where they're just like, you know, uh, fuck everybody else, you know, because, um, they're not us, you know what I mean? Like they hate us because mm-hmm. they hate us mentality, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, right. it was definitely something that hurt and like, it's 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 a moment in time just you know like all that stuff whether it was a uh, correa hitting the walk off against us time and time again altuve hitting the ball of chapman and like you know like something that's imprinted in my brain is just chapman standing on the mound you know just 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 in disbelief that he that he just you know ended ended our season like that um it's definitely something that uh, a lot of fans are still salty over. You still see you still see a lot of the trash cans and stuff in the crowd and everything like that. That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's stuff that me as as a as a lifelong Yankee fan, and I think that there's a decent amount of us out there that watch all the games that have watched it since we were kids that have a sentimental attachment towards the team. They they hate because then you get people coming at us saying oh yeah like you you fucking hate them you hate them you hate this like no like i i like baseball man i i loved jose altuve before the scandal after mm-hmm. the scandal all that stuff i thought mm-hmm. you know this kid came from nothing from nothing really, absolutely nothing he really did and, right and me and sean and i'm sure like you like from what you've been saying and everything like that you can attest to this we we our father our father came from medellin colombia when he was nine years old, his father came here when he was seven, had to work for two years just to get the rest of his family over here. You know what I mean? And we can, we have, we have an attachment to that. You know what I mean? So like hundred percent, we, me as a person, and I know Sean is the same way. We're the kind of people that we see the players for who they are. You know what I mean? And you touched mm-hmm. on it as well. There's much more important things out there than sports, than baseball. These teams don't give a shit about us at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, at the end of the day, what matters is the journey that, that took them to get there and to see them shine on that stage is the most important thing in the world, you know? Right. Like, 
like in my opinion, you know, like I love my team. I'm going to back my players. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, the guys that I love, like I'm big A-Rod fan, you know, at the end of the day, the dude had mm-hmm. you know, like 600 freaking games of suspension, you know, right. he was an idiot and, you know, don't, don't that's another, that's another, uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm another looking forward to that discussion, but go ahead. Okay, go ahead. So I'll, I'll write a blog about that. I'll pump one of those out, but, um, looking forward to yeah. That. Yeah. He he. Those guys, like you know, like uh, Roger Clemens. That's actually going to be the next question. I part of the next question that I ask you um, yeah. about that, um, like just his scandal, everything like that. Like people just like pe- people focus on that stuff, and they're just like, "Oh, those are my guys." But at the end of the day, it was good to see. You know what I mean? Aroldo Chapman get get what he deserved after what he you know got away with, essentially. That's another. Right, right. It was, it was good to see that, you know, and and I could see that from your perspective. Like, obviously, I was a little sh- like broken because you know the, I want the Yankees to win. It's been you know, thirteen years as a kid. I saw them win a bunch of times, and now it's like you're spending all this money for no reason. But um, but yeah, no, it's 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 definitely something that uh that felt I felt sour about for a little bit. But at the same time, like once you started to hear about more and more of the stuff, and like like we're we're all products of the steroid era. We we mm-hmm. we know what go like the, there's stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody wants to know. Like mm-hmm. if you've read the book Juiced with Conseco, who's the most yeah. literate on the planet Earth, if you've never if you ever heard speak. You know I got I mean? a funny story about that, but I'll get to that later. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh uh it's 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 despicable the stuff that you hear about in the back, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy that like Lonely Island could put out a sketch on the Bash Brothers and it'd be like the most hilarious thing of all time, but at the same time, completely right. believable and historically accurate. <laughs> just like, just disgusting stuff, you know? So like, right. like definitely that, like there's definitely worse stuff going on back there. And like with everything going on in the world, whether it's, whether it's George Floyd, George Floyd's death, whether it's everybody just, you know what I mean? Like people protesting the whole Trump movement with the people that they've like, you know, they, they formed like an army of just like, you know, people who are bigots and just hate hate on everybody, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. It's definitely unsafe for a lot of people out there. And like me and Sean, we're, we're people who have worked, like like me and Sean, like Sean worked with me before he became a teacher. Like I'm not a teacher yet, I'm working on that. Um, Good luck to you, by the way. Thank you very much. He, we both worked in a uh, facility, like a childcare facility, the one that I'm still employed at actually, like I'm the coordinator at now. We, um, we, we provide the families who are low income from surrounding towns that, you know, like, they wouldn't be able to go anywhere else and that kind of stuff. And we see that every day, you know, the kids that we connect to the most are the kids that are going through it. You know what I mean? Because like they see us for what they see on TV, you know, yes, for, for um, what they hear about what they see in real life sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We just try like at the end of the day to be that beacon of hope. And like, that's what's more important, honestly, than baseball. So like being salty about, the Astros doing that stuff when there's so much other stuff. And then on top of that, you got the Yankees, the Red Sox, all these different teams probably doing the same thing. At the end of the day. Um, right. Just didn't get caught. You know what I mean? And like yeah. you said, like, like no did it happen? No, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that goes going into my next question, uh, a little bit of a lighter topic. Um, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, hold on. Before you go there, I just want to throw my, my two cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to put a, you know, like my, my teacher and, and coach had on a little bit, like with the scandal, I think for me, what comes to mind is like the kid. So what I mean by that is, you know, of course, I think we just, you know, we, it happened, we move on, but 
just like the things I teach like, in, my, in, in my social studies classes where we tackle, you know, anti-racism, we actually use the, I don't know if you read Stamped, um, if you heard of the book Stamped, I think it's fantastic, but we got to use that book to teach about, um, you know, things that have happened in the past and how can we learn from those mistakes and, mm-hmm. and do better in today's world. And I think that's kind of what I focus on in terms of, okay, this happened, you know, how can we maybe not necessarily ensure that this never happens again, because like Alex was saying, and you were saying, Richard, like these things are going to happen. These, these little, you know, sign stealing, whatever it might be in sports and in every everyday life, you know, sipping a drink at the grocery store before you, before you drink, before you buy it. Um, you know, how can we not only just maybe ensure that it won't happen again, but how can we work just to better each other, um, you know, to, to, kind of decrease those little occurrences and, and hopefully eventually get to a point where this just isn't happening at all. But, you know, it's always going to be like an uphill 100%. battle. It's always going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. If I can throw in two things before we jump. Um, yeah. So y'all had one more question and I want to, uh, I'm sorry, want to answer, but I'm jokingly answering this, by the way. Um, Sean, great question. I think you, the question was, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what's something that an Astros fan can say to like an East Coaster um, or Astros fan can say to a Yankee fan? Y'all got 27. We can have one. You know that? Yep. <laughs> so mind you, yep. I get it. Like, yep. hypothetically speaking, like, let's say y'all got $27 million coming in. We can't just have $1 million. Like, yeah. You're going to be okay. Like You got 27, right? Because hear me out, right? Astros nut, of course. I mean, you know, I've had my ebbs and flows with the team, right? But in so many worlds, off season, went to the World Series, got swept in the World Series. I was bitter at the White House for at least a decade, right? Um, all went away in uh, 2017. You know, I was just like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. But it, like, took 10-plus years for that to go away. But in so many words, um, hey, man. With all due respect, I wasn't down there banging on trash cans. So respectfully, I don't think I have anything to answer for. But I'm a baseball guy, so I understand, you know what I'm saying, how attached people can get to teams, get to players, whatever. I get it, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, I wasn't banging a trash can, so I don't have anything to apologize. That's just me personally, right? So... Uh, but I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. I respect that. No, I respect that. Trust me. And that's and a lot of that. A lot of that uh, reaction from the fans too is a lot of the um, problems that we see like every day, anyways. Too where people kind of just take everything for face value rather than looking mm-hmm. into it for themselves. And that's mm-hmm. something that me and me and Sean definitely pride ourselves on is is looking into stuff and like trying to get more in depth and like formulate an opinion on something rather than listen to somebody else and just like be like, oh, well, that's it. That's that's Bible right there. What he just said, 100%. nothing else. Or they're scrolling on Twitter and they see, ooh, trash can banging. Oh, I'm going to tweet about this. Here it goes. There's my whole yeah. thing. Like, there's nobody looking deeper into it. Like I said before, like, there's other teams getting caught for the same stuff. It's just mm-hmm. they didn't win the World Series, you know? They didn't, have, they didn't have their player hit a walk-off home run, which a walk-off home run to win a, a pennant is one of the rarest and most exciting things you could see in your life. Is like 100%. When you, when I saw it happen, like I said, I was I was I was obviously heartbroken, but at the same time, mm-hmm. one, screw Chapman, honestly, right. you know, like <laughs> fair, um, fair, yeah, 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 um, Juan De Peralta all day, Big Truth, Ernesto Cortez, all those guys, um, but uh, like 
just just to see all that happen with him ripping the jersey open and stuff, people say like, oh, there it is, you know, like right. no, like <laughs> like I no, right, like the that was a little I sus. was at that um that uh, Garrett Cole shutout game. I was there, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it was it was an beat. I'm glad we didn't get no hit, um, but like as an Astros fan, like. I think both teams had their moments, right? Yeah. At the, you know, Garrett Cole shutting us down, and then uh, Aaron Judge, you know, you know, peak, and then the Astros. I feel like last word with Jose walking off, and then like ripping off the jersey. It was a great story. It was a great moment for, like, as overall, no matter what side you stand on, it was good. It was an emotional. It was a fun time. It was an incredible game. And honestly, was, I, can, I can relate to that, too. Like, that that game was awesome. Like, when I look back to when I was six years old, you know what I mean? The first baseball I can remember is the 2001 World Series. Yankees didn't win that. You know what I mean? They didn't win it. Mm-hmm. I remember six years old walking home. Our, our, our town is, you know, like literally within five miles of New York City. I remember walking home from first grade early, you know what I mean, after getting phone calls and stuff. To the teacher talking about, oh, this kid needs to go. This kid needs to go, and you're trying to think about, damn, like who who does he know that is working in New York City on 9/11? You know, that kind of stuff. And to see our father who works in the city coming in, and if you if you didn't know, I, I know you've been around. Like people just call it the city. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird around here. By the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he seeing our father coming to the house, you know, covered in ash and all that stuff. You know, thankfully he wow. comes. Home, you know what I mean? He makes it. Yeah. Like to see that happen, and then not knowing how like you how to react to that you know like not understanding what's going on and then and then just that pain then translating into one of the greatest world series of all time like you said before that was the, a subway series right that was uh against diamondbacks that was the one right. i'm sorry yeah. and randy just just you know just decided yeah. to go full super saiyan and just destroy diamondbacks it. was oh one yep what was that subway, was series, subway series that was when Clemson okay I'm sorry. Yeah. okay yeah yeah You're <laughs> yeah right. But um, but yeah, like that series. Honestly, we lost that series. But at the end of the day, just having that that Jeter Jeter's walk off, Broch is hitting Broch is hitting the home run to tie the game. Tino hitting the walk off. That kind of Broch is Tino Tino Martinez. Yeah, Tino was on first. Scott Broch was on third base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Broch hit the home run in the next game, and then Soriano hit a hit a walk off like single or something like that. Um, So I'm gonna take it up a notch. So I was actually quietly rooting for the dunk, mind you. It like the I like both teams for a number of reasons. Luis Gonzalez, he was a longtime Astro, right? Mm-hmm. Randy Johnson, he was an Astro for like half a season, but was like dominating like ten and one. <laughs> he was dominated that half of the season, He's right? The and so I was just like, okay, I got some pieces there, but I also really like the Yankees. Like I love, you know. Um, but yeah, that was a good World Series. I think what well, that was what six, seven games where like seven dream scenario. <laughs> thank you, seven games. It was a dream scenario for I think it was Luis Gonzalez. Bottom of the ninth, you know, two outs, whatever, game tie, World Series, you know, and he gets the walk off hit. Like, you like that stuff, you know? Um, okay. Oh, we lost you for a second. Rich is frozen. We need him back. Might, might come back. Let Tori bring the infield in. You can hear me. I don't know. It's all his fault. Rob Rob Alfonso Soriano from the greatest moment in World Series history. <laughs> when Richard does come back, 
we'll yeah. uh, we'll hop into that, that Clemens question. I don't know if he has to. Hmm. I wonder if he should a message. Should a message the nice resident. You'd think they'd have Zoom together by now. You know what I mean? Like you, the teachers have been using it for a year. Right there. Yeah. Richard, you good? Sorry about that, boys. Yep. I think that was on no the Yes, sir. I'm good. Yep. Cold. Yeah, like I was saying, like uh, yeah, that's I, I blame for the for the freeze there. I blame Tory bringing the infield in in the in the ninth inning to uh, pitch to Luis Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, I, was saying, I was just saying to Sean, uh, you robbed Alfonso Soriano of the greatest moment in World Series history. That homer off Schilling, you know what I mean? Imagine looking back at that nowadays with the person that Kurt Schilling is, <laughs> the person that he is. Looking back on that, knowing that Soriano Fair just point. destroyed him. Fair in the eighth point. inning, in the yeah. rain, in a dome yeah. stadium, they didn't even close the roof yet. Like, right. That's a fair point. Beautiful. But like the continuing with that, with the beautiful moments, you know what I mean? As That's a kid, right. me and Sean, when Sean was still a Yankee fan, you know, I'm, I'm um, still not happy, you know, especially when he walks in the house like a Red Sox hat or like a Mets hat. Just, just no, no, just not cool. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, though. It is what it is, though. Okay. Okay. He had the audacity to take my Mickey Mantle poster with to his new house and all that stuff, but uh, okay, that's all right, that's all right. But um, as it's a kid, not like you're bitter about it or anything, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm not sorry. It's all right. <laughs> but, uh, when we were seven, when we were seven, actually eight years old, eight years old, um, we had a cousin named Matt Morris who pitched for the Cardinals in the late '90s, early 2000s. He actually run her up for Cy Young 2001. Um, I remember Matt Morris. Yep, vaguely, yep. but yeah, I do remember. Him. Like our third cousin or whatever. So we went to go see him in Jupiter, Florida for spring training one year. Uh, yeah. And then it turned out that one series the Cardinals were playing against the Yankees, uh, he was able to, like, you know, get tickets for everybody because nice. he's from New York and everything like that. That was the first time they played in New York in years and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was actually um, June 03, Clemens winning his 300th game and getting his 4,000th strikeout in the exact same game. Wow. In my opinion – that was the greatest game I have ever seen in my life, whether it was the banner getting dropped down at the end, the crowd going absolutely freaking bananas. Right. Yeah, it's it a good milestone. Both times, great. You don't see people win 300 games anymore, let alone get that and the 4,000th strikeout in the same game. Yeah, insane. 100%. Insane, insane. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But, but going into my question is, like, that's probably the best game we've ever been to. Okay. Um, I think Sean could attest to that, too. Um, well, when Sean was like four, he was at Tino Martinez in the Grand Slam against the Padres in the World Series. But I, I, was, I was in two fetus to uh, to go in there. But um, my question to you is: What's the best baseball game that you've ever been to? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I can give you, or a couple, or a couple. I, I give you three if that's okay. Um, like, is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Um. Number one, uh, most recently, no specific order. Most recently, Tyler Gilbert's no hitter, and that's because that hasn't happened in like seventy something, seventy two years. That's as awesome. in, like the guy on his first start throwing a no hitter, right? That's number one. Um, number two, I was my first no hitter was Mike Fires. So Tyler Gilbert was my second no hitter. Mike Fires, twenty nineteen no hitter. That was my first one. Um, and that was cool because it was a rain delay. So the game didn't start to like nine or 10. The game went over to like 11 or 12. But I was like, I'm not going anywhere, right? Like you, you gotta stay to the end. I know you hate it, but I gotta say it. 
Um, mind you, this is for Alex. Um, again, not going to shot. Just, just answer me your question. Was it 2019 game one or game two of the LC- ALCS Correa's walk-off? It's game two. <laughs> Thank you. That game, sir? Not going to lie awesome. to you. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the best game I've ever been to. Um, because one, me and you, I think we all three know, playoff baseball, nothing like it, right? Different atmosphere, way different than a regular season, right? It, it's a little bit more meaningful. That one off the top of my head right now, um, Correa's walk-off, probably number one. Ironically, I was at the 2019 World Series. I was at the last two games. I was at game six and seven of 2019. Astros didn't win those. Um, but if the Astros would have won, I would have said game seven of the World Series. But as a consolation, game seven of the World Series, just because it's the World Series. Like, I grew up playing baseball, so, of course, you hope to one day be at the World Series, like, on the field playing. But, like, you know, it doesn't happen, but it's like you just want to be there. So being there, but also, and i just being honest with you here, gents, um, my brother somehow got a ticket too, right? So, like, being at game seven with my brother, but also game seven was the last baseball game that my dad saw. But also he saw his two sons go to the World Series. And as a father, I'm not a father, but you would hope that like, hey, two of my sons were at the World Series. Like you can't beat that. So yes, we didn't get the win on the field, but like what I got from that and just the peace I got from that, knowing the last game he saw his boys go to was a game seven of the World Series. Like you can't beat that win or lose. So Mm -hmm. those are my four. What about y'all? Oof. <laughs> one one that, that sticks out to me, like, I mean, I would say, you know, that Roger Clemens game, definitely. But um, in June 2014, I was at Camden Yards. The A's were playing the Orioles. And it was like the beginning of this, like, weird, uh, like, I don't want to call it a brawl, but this weird, like, feud between Josh Donaldson and Manny Machado. Okay. He, like, tagged him and, and kind of, like, pushed – he tagged uh, Machado – running the third pushed him over in a way and like Machado gets up and like gets in his face and it was a big deal and at that point I'd never seen you know a confrontation on a field like that in you know in person so for me I think that was like one of the greatest things and I think I actually I think I went to the game the day after that where Machado swings at a I think it was a terrible pitch through the bat like throws the bat like in a way like it was almost like he it, you know flew out of his hand but it was, he definitely like just let it go in his direction down okay. the line towards Donaldson and it was just the most wild thing I remember sitting up I think we we're sitting on the on the third base side uh like maybe like in the third deck but it was just wild watching these guys like like nose to nose um just in each other's face and I was like holy shit like I've seen this on you know, <laughs> I've seen these things that we grew up you know obviously watching Red Sox Yankees you know the right. 304 the brawls were you know crazy and I was like damn like people get to see this in person like will I ever get to see something like that in person that and right kind of like little things that those just stick out to me like we've been to so many baseball games that like you know the game is you know we love it but the game is mm-hmm is the game but to see something like that that's so rare and but also very exciting and you know as a human that's just something like instinctively that's like something exciting to see i i think sure. that, that one just really really uh stands out for me yeah, and, definitely, and for me for me honestly like i said like the clemens game obviously just 
just being there, me, Sean, my dad was there, my mother was there. Um, just the fact that our cousin was able to get tickets for so many people, like we could look in pretty much any direction and see somebody from our family sitting somewhere in the field. Like we were scattered. That's awesome. That's awesome. Just being there, just like I, I still like I'll be watching like the Yes Network or the Yankees channel, and like um, and like you could you could see like Matsui hit a bomb in the right field at one point. And uh, you could see my dad, he's wearing an all-white Yankees, like, windbreaker type thing, just going, like, he loved Matsui. That was his fucking favorite player in the history of, I guess, whatever. And he just cool. stood up, and he's going like this. And, like, anytime you look at the video of Matsui in there, you just see my dad just standing in the middle. <laughs> like, like, hey, awesome, hey, look at the screen, look at the screen. So that's one. Uh, two was actually, I just, I just, just the day that we had, because I ended up leaving just before this happened, it was when the Giants came to New York in 02. And I'm a I'm, Barry Bonds, the best player of all time. I, I don't care what anybody says. It, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Um, I want to see proof that he did steroids um, on paper. You're, that is fair. That, that is man fair. deserves to get 100% votes in the Hall of Fame. But it is I what agree. it is. Anyway, but, um, but we were there the day that he hit that ball that went maybe three quarters of the way up the upper deck against Ted Lilly, like, at Yankee Stadium. And, like, he, John Miller, one of my favorite announcers all the time, he's like, that ball's headed for New Jersey and all that stuff. Like, Unfortunately, I just missed it, though, because I, I, I was, like, you know, I was seven years old, like, almost about to pass out. Sean probably still hates me for this that we left. I, I, um, I was about to pass out. I was, like, puking in the bleachers. Like, it was, like, 110 degrees that okay, day. It was, it was like that kind of day. Honestly, it was just so bad. That's why that ball flew, man. Like, if you watch that highlight, like, get a chance. Like, they, that ball was crushed. Like, yeah, that was that that one. That one puts it up with uh with the one he hit against uh Anaheim, you know, too. Okay. It went like sure. three way up that way. But um, that one, that one. Um, and then same year, actually, I went to. I got two more. Same week, same year. I was at Game One against the Angels. The year the Angels won the World Series. Nice. Um, I went with just my dad. Um. Sean didn't get a chance to go. I forget. My dad could only get two tickets, and he took him to the World Series in 99 or 98. Um, mm -hmm. So that was – I guess it was my turn or whatever. And um, we didn't win a damn game except for that game that we went to. And that I remember nice. – What's his name? Uh, Rondell White. Most of the Hit a home run. And I remember my dad for the whole year before that was just, was just hyping up Rondell – even though he was, you know, just disappointing in New York and all that stuff, hyping him up. And I remember him, the same kind of thing, just going crazy when that happened. Uh, there was just the camaraderie of the people there at the playoffs. It was like we had people next to us, you know, like buying – I was seven years old in my first playoff game. Like, they knew it. It was wearing all my Yankees gear. I'm so excited. Like, like instead of Barney videos when I was a kid, I would watch, like, the World Series tapes, like, essentially, mm -hmm. like, that kind of stuff. I was just – I was geeking out. They little souvenir bats and stuff. Like, I still have them to this day. And I'll never That's forget awesome. Driving home that night, we we parked. My dad, New York City expert, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. He parked. He parked in like some random off Yankee Stadium offsite parking lot, and we had an Oldsmobile back then. And uh, we get back to the car, and he goes to start the car, and he's like, "What the what the hell's going on? Ah, fuck it, we'll just drive." So we start driving, and all of a sudden we're on <laughs> we're on the parkway, like going home. And the car starts sputtering. We're like, what the, what the hell's going on and all that stuff? We pull over to the side of the road. Somebody yanked out one of the tubes off of our engine while we Are were at the Are you serious? Like, one of the tubes just yanked it out. You know what wow. I mean? And I'm like, sucks. yeah, it's getting darker in here. I'm sorry. It's like a. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's like, no, man, that sucks. Like, 
I feel like an evil villain, you know, talk about the evil empire. But I, <laughs> they ripped okay. out a tube for my dad's car. I remember the car breaking down. We're out there until like three in the morning, you know what I mean? Just having that experience, though, you know, my dad like ended up calling somebody he knew around there, mm-hmm. picking us up, just passing out some random person's car, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Just being there was awesome. And then the next one, the last one that I could talk about is um because – I've been I've been to Yankee Stadium, Nats Park, Camden Yards, City Field, Shea Stadium, Yankee Stadium, all that stuff. Uh, you got the East Coast handle. Next, the next best game that I'd ever been to was in 09 uh, against against um I think it was against Minnesota or something like that. And um we had a string in May. This is when we pretty much realized we we're gonna win World Series that year. Like you know, even though we already spent you know two hundred. Two hundred million dollars or whatever, but uh, okay. So you didn't know when two hundred million was. Oh yeah, you knew in May. Okay, got it. Got we're, it. We're, we're always in denial about being successful because of money, but that's um, I remember there was a string of three straight games where we hit walk offs, and we were at one where um, Johnny Damon hit a walk off like right, okay. right in front of us, like literally like two feet in front of us, and mm-hmm. that that's one that's one I'll never forget because just being able to hear that was the first time I've ever been in the game with a walk off, and I've been to like mm-hmm. a game a year going back since I was like five, six years old. So I was like, mm-hmm. just just being there for that was was electric. You know what I mean? That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty much, yeah. But that's definitely my dream is to get to get to a playoff game or a World Series game, you know, if we ever decide to make it to the World Series again. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. All right, guys, going to end it right here. Check out episode two where we get into how Richard makes the most out of each trip to each city, how much St. Louis cares about baseball, and how baseball stadiums make us feel at home. See you guys there.